0: Hello,
3: everybody, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hell World. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and I am joined, as always, by Sarge.
2: Hello from the internet and my backup crappy
3: microphone. And the mysterious L. Hello, my beautiful babies. <laughs> uh, so uh, this week uh, we have uh, the CPAC conference and all the various controversies it caused. And we also have the uh, impending return of President Trump, who will be sworn in uh, on Thursday. Uh, but before we dig into all of that, we have to let people know that maybe QAnon-related podcasts aren't everybody's cup of tea.
2: Content warning. The Adventures in Hell World podcast talks in-depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised.
3: So uh, now that you know that this is not a a family podcast, as it were, uh, if you have been listening to us and you support what we're doing, uh, please feel free to spread word. uh, Talk about us to your friends. Tell us that we are, in the words of one of Elle's friends, quote unquote, as funny as those other guys, which (laughs) we don't know who those other guys are, but we hope they're hilarious. And yeah uh, I
4: don't know I don't know who they are either but uh they need to step their game up if 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 we've already reached their level.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. that world as funny yeah. as those
3: other guys. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's the bumper on the back of our book. But uh if you uh again word of mouth you want to help us out that way please do. Uh we share every anything you want of ours. And uh, if you really want to support us, uh, feel free to go to patreon.com slash poker politics and uh, throw us some money so that we can continue to uh, do the work that we're doing right now. And if us three Jamokes aren't worthy of your cold hard cash, uh, please go to love146.org and uh, give money to an anti-human trafficking organization that actually cares about the children and doesn't use them as a uh, cynical ploy like the way QAnon does. Because now all they care about is uh, restoring America to a fascist Christian theocracy. And the children, not so much.
4: Yeah, donate your money trying to save some kids so we can continue to squeeze the precious adrenochrome out of them.
3: (laughs) Yes. I need my performance enhancing
4: drugs. It's what makes me so good at podcasting. It's what makes me, (laughs) quote, as funny as the other guys.
2: (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if QAnon was just some long-running ARG setting up for a series of YA novels? I know the, the dystopia YA boom is kind of done, done, but it's got a real chance here. Adrenochrome, th- like, uh, dystopian, uh, like, fascist government, controlling women's bodies. It's all here. Brad,
4: you have to let me go. No, baby. Where we go one, we go all.
3: <laughs> it's there. It's right there. Oh, my God.
2: Uh, what's we- the title of our YA QAnon novels? We need a, uh, oh, I don't know. Maybe we should. That, maybe
4: we we should throw it to a. Uh, I'm glad you brought it up without having anything. Um, we should. Uh, <laughs> we we should probably throw this to <laughs> our. We should probably throw this to our audience and do, crowdsource some of our humor and then take credit for it.
2: Yes, they're all I, they're all I, dumb, like Hunger Games and shattered and. The I, don't, I don't. think you can put this. Yeah,
4: do you know? Do you know how many fake podcasts within podcasts I came up with off the fly last week? Oh my god. <laughs> Now you, want, now, you want me to do a QAnon young yes. adult novel books with no
2: prep work? Come on.
4: <laughs> I'm only one
2: man. <laughs> I asked so much and so little of you. This, this yes, is why I need more Adrenochrome. I'm, I'm, um, I'm obviously
4: not operating <laughs> at, at peak levels. I need some of that sweet, sweet Adre- deer antler. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Adrenochrome keeps the typewriter running. It really does.
3: I mean,. Steve, Stephen King uh, admitted to all of his various drug addictions while he was writing, but uh, he won't admit <laughs> to the truth that all the cocaine and alcohol was just a cover story for the adrenochrome. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe it was some that that pink cocaine
4: was it. or whatever. Wasn't that the special cocaine that, that was spoken of in legend?
3: Yeah, yes, the, 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 pink the, cocaine. the the real disco
4: stuff, the next level cocaine. Is that what Lady Gaga's on?
3: Uh, I would I would have to think so. I mean, she's on every kind of illicit and evil drug that the uh new world order uh pumps into their Illuminati puppets as a Hey, it lay were.
4: off Lady Gaga. She's had a rough week.
2: Yeah, are we going to are we going to talk about that? We oh, why, well, why
3: would we? What is the what the fuck does that have to do with QAnon? on?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh Oh, I can make it, I can make it connect to QAnon. Don't you worry about that. Yeah, in the same way that I can make any podcast about <laughs> TurboTeen. But it doesn't mean it's what we need to do. <laughs> I know. But uh, maybe it'll show up in Q's in the news. Maybe it won't. So let's play a bumper.
2: From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's Q's in the news.
3: So uh, anyways, our first story, which is not Lady Gaga, is uh, CPAC. The CPAC convention happened this weekend, and there was all sorts of fun and frivolity involving uh, what happened there. Uh, First and foremost was the fact that the stage upon which uh, the various uh, speakers who are obviously not supporting a white nationalism were speaking from was designed in a way that many people on Twitter declared it to resemble a Nazi rune. This rune is well, I think it's uh,
4: a, a Norse rune co-opted by the Nazis, the same way they co-opted the swastika and ruined that.
3: Right, exactly. This is a, yeah, this is a Norse rune uh, which originally didn't have the little like uh, accent marks at the end of it, but then the Nazis added those on for flavor. So the uh, Odell rune, as it is is known, uh, has been used by uh, the SS. Uh, I believe the guy that committed the Christchurch shootings had one of those runes on his gun, which was like all done up with nonsense.
2: He had it on his jacket and it was on his profile for – God, the website. Was it 8chan or 8kun at that time? It was
3: 8chan. When they got deplatformed, they came back as 8kun uh, because Chan is the honorific for a younger person in Japan and kun is the honorific for an older person. So now 8chan is all grown up and we no longer have crippling Nazism. Spoiler alert, still have crippling Nazism.
4: Yeah, that that was where he dropped his 8chan manifesto or, if you will, 8chan manifesto. Folks... We
3: need we, we need we need to have this we need to have a sting at, at rimshot is one of our drops for in future podcasts we, we, but, uh, we would
4: ne- we would never get through anything without needing to fire it off at least once
3: right <laughs> pretty much the adventures and rimshots podcast that would be us but uh so the eagle-eyed observers of the convention uh, spotted this and began complaining about the fact that there was this Nazi rune at CPAC. Now, on the one hand, it does look like the Nazi rune or, or the Norse rune that has been called by the Nazis. But to me, it's one of these things where it's like, this is so deep in the weeds. You have to go looking for it to find it. And if you were like, say a Nazi looking for the GOP to give you a bro fist, They've given you so many brofists in the past that have not been as subtle as the set designed at CPAC. I don't know what you need for affirmation from the Republicans at this point that you <laughs> would need that.
4: Yeah, I mean, d- don't get me wrong. I can understand why some people might be a little, you know, gun shy around the Republican Party and their embrace of white nationalism and the rise of neo-Nazism. Uh, but uh, I don't know, man. D- to to me, this seems sort of like the liberal version of QAnon madness right where like it's just like oh but if you look at the stage the way it's designed it obviously is meant to be a salute to our nazi overlords and it's just like is it though i mean like isn't donald trump speaking at the thing like nazi brofist enough like i don't really think they would go out of their way to do such a thing intentionally i think it's an unintentional but incredibly coincidental
2: goof i think it's an unfortunate racist accident
3: I I that's what I take it from it I, from it. I believe that this was just a thing where they designed the set. And the thing is, is if you look online, you can find the set designers. Their names are out there, and I'm I'm sure they've been like uh, aggressively badgered by people to comment on the set. And I don't <laughs> think that any of them actually have any ties to any alt right groups or anything of the sort. I think they just built a stage and. Once they came up with, like, that diamond shape for, like, the area where the speakers were going to be speaking from, they were like, let's have all these cool angular lines around it. Make it just all, like, sharp 90 degrees and make it, like, look that way. And then they had that happen where it comes out looking the way it does. And then people are able to point out,
2: hey, Nazi Rune, good job, idiots. Let's make it look like a fun pinwheel. No one will have a problem with that. Just a nice four-spoked pinwheel design right
4: oh yeah
3: i, I,
2: I mean only, i feel it, like
4: i feel like if this was happening at like a democratic convention and the stage was shaped the same way then uh like crazy conservative conspiracy theorists would be taking to twitter and posting pictures of it and just being like the democrats call us nazis but look at this obvious nazi room <laughs> so it's like I, th- I do think it's pretty funny for like you know uh eagle-eyed woke liberal people pointing to this and just being like this is so obvious and it's just like i I don't know man i think it's just a a pretty (laughs) a pretty funny coincidence to me that being said the reason the coincidence is so funny is the republican party's fault like if if they weren't so fucking like you know cheeky with their white nationalism and nazi uh, fucking like, you know, bro fisting, then maybe nobody would see this sort of smoke where there's no fire. You know what I mean? Like, if they hadn't already been laying the groundwork for people to think the the Republican Party were Nazis, people would not necessarily look at that stage and be like, yo, these these fools are Nazis.
3: <laughs> yeah, I I agree exactly on that point. And the thing is, is that the Trump administration did uh, a couple things that were such obvious and aggressive uh, salutes to white nationalism and neo-Nazis in their time in office. Um, there was a headline, it was like a press release uh, that stated – that the Department of Homeland Security had misplaced uh, 1,488 children. And the idea that they got that number innocently is impossible to me. Like if you were a member of Homeland Security and someone called you up and said, how many kids are missing? You would <laughs> say, oh, about 1,500. You would never be like, wait a minute, 1,500 minus 12, boom. That's the exact number of children were missing. To actually come up with that number specifically is – it's, like, impossible to me to imagine that you could do that without, like, knowing what you're doing. (laughs) And the other thing that happened um, was the department – again, DHS, they just, apropos of nothing, released a statement that began, we must secure – and then it was, like, our border and blah, 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 and protect America – And it was 14 words long, which is, again, a reference to the 14 words that neo-Nazis like to use and white nationalists like to use as a a slogan. So the fact that you had a 14-word slogan that began with, we must secure as a headline. And the thing that's so funny about that is I have brought those uh, things up. I brought those press releases, those headlines up to people. And they've said that I was a kook for thinking that those were dog whistles to neo-Nazis.
2: Well, to be fair,
3: you are a kook. I will give you that I am that, but I think I'm a coup that's right on the issue of those things being overtly uh, overt winks to the white nationalists. Whereas when I'm like, I don't know about Nazi ruin, they're like, oh, way to cover for the Nazis, poker. What are you doing? Who's well, We all, know, we all
2: know you got pilled last week, so <laughs> <laughs> and remain true. and remain pilled. Yeah, now I, you're
4: yeah. now you're just posing as a deep state operative to get to the real truth.
2: yeah this is
3: true i'm running truth the deep truth yeah i'm running i'm running an op against people that are trying to expose the op that is QAnon, uh because i don't think it's a it's russian propaganda and so on and so forth so yes uh i am in fact uh a nazi rune apologist because (laughs) i am
2: totally an apologist
3: yeah oh Uh, i'm a hardcore rune apologist Yeah, I mean, welcome to the world we live in right now. That's where we're at, uh, arguing over the set design of CPAC and vis-a-vis Nazism. And you know, you I, I
4: never, I never heard of this rune and its history, and uh, it gives me uh, slightly more appreciation for all these like video game designers that are making these like Viking games, and probably want to put a put a bunch of runes all over shit. And hopefully, there's somebody <laughs> on the staff who's just like, uh, "Yeah, don't use that particular rune." I'm just like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Let's give... uh, well. Let's give it... <laughs> It's gonna be great when uh, God of War Ragnarok gets to, like, delayed six months because they're like, "Oh shit, that ruins everywhere."
2: <laughs> not to step on your joke, but that game's already out.
3: Oh, it's already out.
4: Wait, yeah. not, no, no, well, no I, I think I think Mike's talking about the sequel
2: to God of War. Oh, God of War Ragnarok. Sorry, I wow. confused that with Assassin's Creed Ragnarok. Wow, another Viking game. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> e, e, e,
4: another Viking game equally likely to contain uh, secret Nazi runes because somebody who somebody just like me had no fucking idea that it had any sort of Nazi bullshit attached to it. It sucks. So much innocuous stuff has Nazi bullshit associated with it. God, those those fuckers, they just ruin so much. And And, and even recently, too, like Tiki Torches. Used to love a good tiki torch, not anymore. <laughs> I love, love a tiki torch, Oh, dude. I hate mean, to see it. So, so, something, something as American as the tiki torch getting ruined by Nazis.
3: I, I mean, it, it, there's just so much iconography in fascism. They were really obsessed with that stuff. It's almost like symbolism was their downfall. I mean, it's just that mentality. Those they just had to put everything that way. And one of the things that always makes me laugh is when the when when QAnon's always talking about how we're on God's side, we're fighting against the devil. It's like, yeah, and the SS had gotten Himmel on their belt buckles. Everyone thinks they're on God's side, buddy. I mean, nobody's nobody's rooting for not God, as it were. And even atheists just like disavow the whole game you're playing. Nobody is, like, actually anti-God. Nobody's like, I'm going to... Like die, go to the afterlife, beat God up, and cast him down. Like I'm gonna teach him a thing or two. That no good Christian Judeo are God. You, are
2: you person. 90s comic book writer Todd McFarlane? Pretty <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think, uh, or 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 early 2000s slash late 90s comic book
2: writer Jonan Vasquez. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Image. My I didn't think out this pun podcast with a podcast about shitties shitty
4: alt 90s comics. How many times do I have to scold you like publicly because this is going out to a bunch
2: of listeners uh, for (laughs) starting
4: something when you don't have anything until you like, what are you (laughs) going to learn?
2: I'm never going to learn. Yeah, in com-
3: in in comedy, you started the ending, and then you find a way yeah. to get to it. You don't just go. I'm going to start this stem winder and <laughs> just trail it off to nowhere. Yeah, uh, <laughs> l- l- <laughs> yeah. Leave leave the fake
4: podcast titles to us. Uh yes. the, the the real champions of doing. Yes,
3: it. yes. Uh, which will be the, our next podcast? Our talk about uh, white removal cards that are in, good and limited. It's called Journey to Nowhere. The five minute podcast about. Uh, uh, pacifism and other cards that are used to uh, make sure that they're not really removal spells, but they're kind of effective when it comes to nullifying creatures. You're see, I,
4: I was, I was thinking we were just going to start doing a recurring segment about uh, the 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 symbols that uh, that uh, white supremacists have co opted and call it "symbols you must not see." And uh... okay, uh, anyway, that, that that's enough funny goof about the stupid RuneGate scandal. Moving on, more important, yeah. shit, more important shit happened at CPAC specifically uh donald quote-unquote former president trump uh spoke to the masses the, the the golden kind of like an orange hue of gold but golden god has returned to speak to the masses yeah yes. and, uh,
3: <laughs> uh, and to herald his arrival they actually had a golden idol at cpac that people were worshiping and oh my god i forgot about that yeah 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 insane like <laughs> wow Man, <laughs> like, like, again, people are like Nazi rune, and it's like these people literally had a golden calf, they had a golden Trump calf that they were worshiping at their convention. It, it, it doesn't get more on the nose than that when you're talking about defying God and all that kind of nonsense.
4: <laughs> you're <literally laughs> talking had a- on the nose. Did you see the big Nazi rune they were standing on, anyway? Um.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
4: But so, yeah I mean the fucking, the fucking golden idol that shit is like just absolutely bananas I mean I, I haven't so, been isn't able that to- supposed to be like outside of the pocket for the Christian rule book for everyone that's not Catholic is, aren't, aren't Catholics the only people that can get away with doing that shit
3: It's, yeah, it's a graven image, and it's all you're not, and it's like saints and all that kind of stuff are kind of not supposed to be cool. You're not supposed to worship anyone (laughs) except for Jesus and God. They're the, I mean,
4: show me in Christianity where it's written that I'm not supposed to worship (laughs) graven images or whatever, or false idols. It's it's one of the big ones. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I like, I am no religious scholar, so I certainly have no idea how Catholicism got to the point where they have a fucking statue or totem for every saint under the sun uh with one of the primary rules of their religion <laughs> being yo don't do that um <laughs> but that's neither here nor there it is really funny that that uh, a bunch of christian conservatives decided to roll out a nice big golden idol for their fucking god emperor trump before he gave his sermon on the mount or whatever passes for a mount wherever cpac was held
2: he uh he declared
4: himself
3: still president uh his, well that's that <laughs> his st- this was uh, his State of the Union address, according to, I believe, Lauren Boebert, our beloved not Marjorie Taylor Green QAnon supporter in Congress, uh, because this is uh, one of the ever moving goalposts of QAnon to deny Biden the presidency, is that uh, since he hasn't given a State of the Union address yet, he is not actually really the president. And uh, some people even went so far as to claim that the uh, State of the Union address is constitutionally mandated to happen in February, and since uh, <laughs> Biden what? didn't, since Biden didn't give it, and Trump totally did, this proves that that Trump is actually our president. Uh, Important note, there's actually no constitutional mandate about the State of the Union address being uh, in February. It literally, (laughs) it just says every year the president should tell the Congress or whatever what's going on. And until I believe Woodrow Wilson, uh, I think Jefferson and Adams gave spoken State of the Unions, but then Jefferson, who hated giving speeches, literally just like wrote a letter to Congress. It was like, hey, here's (laughs) how the Union's doing. It's great. And from Jefferson to the 1900s, The State of the Union was just a written letter given to Congress. And then with the advent of, like, radio and television and so on, then we got back into the give a speech before Congress kind of thing. So that whole uh, bizarre thing in QAnon came out to make them all jeeped up. So how did
4: did Trump's uh, faux State of the Union go?
3: (laughs) uh, It it was incredibly... Yeah, it was credi- it was incredibly transphobic, which is weird, but that's the new culture issue war issue that Republicans think they can get their uh, bigotry and hatred on and it'll fly with enough Americans that it won't cost them votes and might actually earn them votes. So I, I never
4: knew th- I never knew that so many people could be so terrified by public restrooms. <laughs> that, that, that's what transphobia has really taught me as as a as a cisgendered white male, I've learned from all the transphobia because it doesn't affect me in any like meaningful way aside from making me sad, is that damn, lots of people be fucking crazy over public bathrooms. like I don't give a shit. I mean, like sure, the first time I used like a unisex restroom, I walked in and it was just like, oh, kind of weird, but like I got over it immediately because I'm an adult. I was just like, oh, whatever. Like, I don't, I'm pretty sure that none of the people in here are going to look at my dick any more or less than the guys that I've been like standing next to urinals with my whole life. Right. I mean, sometimes you get, sometimes you look over and you catch a guy like peeping. It just happens. <laughs> it's not Ketchup sexual about people. it. They, yeah. They're just, it's just, a, it's just comparing notes. It's like <laughs> uncomfortable and not cool. But I, I certainly don't think any women in a men's room are going to be doing that.
3: Yeah. Or women in a yeah. yeah. Utah's
4: bathroom, I should say.
3: Right. It, it, and it's uh and the other, the other big argument they like using is uh transgender women competing in sports and it's totally unfair and they're ruining everything and all these uh trans athletes are going to shatter all these records of like <laughs> quote unquote real women. And there there's sh- uh one of the jamokes I'm always making fun of on Twitter uh posted a incredibly hilarious meme today about himself identifying as a 10 year old and thusly hitting a game winning home run in T ball, because, uh, that's a thing that is actually could happen in our world. Um,
4: can you imagine it, if that if that was going to be your play and the and the best you could think to do with it is like own people at ball like ima- imagine if that <laughs> was, like imagine if that was the sort of thing that like could happen right it sounds like an Adam Sandler movie it's just like oh well anything can be anything now I am gonna identify as a ten year old boy and and like the thing you do with that quote unquote power is like owning some fools in t ball
2: <laughs> it's like. <laughs> <laughs> uh- I mean, isn't that – that's half the the plot of that stupid Johnny Knoxville movie where he pretends to be mentally disabled to cheat in the Special Olympics. That's a movie that got made. It's a real movie. The Ringer. Yep.
3: Yep. I, rem- I, re- I do remember it. I, rem- I remember knowing about it. I remember not getting within 20 miles of it because it just seemed like the dumbest thing imaginable. But – Yeah, is- I mean it, it was
4: certainly one of those things that uh, seemed pretty gross. Although – uh, it did offer a lot of work to a lot of special needs actors, so I guess Silver Lining. Um, <laughs> yeah, It's one of those things where it's just like, you know, it's it's not like they went and made a movie about, like, little people and then cast a bunch of, like, you know, fucking... Uh, just dudes like standing on their knees like Martin Lawrence. I mean, they did they did do that one time with that Gary Oldman movie.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. I thought you were setting up for the Gary Oldman joke. I, couldn't, like-
4: I couldn't remember the name of it. Was it Tippy Toes? Is that it's something like that? So it's something no. it's, it's something whack like that. I mean, yeah, Gary Oldman did do that, but it was just one guy. Uh, and there were other little people in the movie. Uh, but I mean, you know, it, it would be like Johnny Knoxville is pretending to be little so that he can <laughs> play big, and you know, it, but it's just like the whole Jackass. crew just like standing <laughs> on their knees with sneakers and it's just like, ugh, this is awful
2: <laughs> All I would oh, is tippy just... toes you got it right Boom. I, just I know thought that, that shit yes! I thought that was just uh, too dumb to be real uh, I think
4: the word you were looking for is offensive you, you think it's yeah. too offensive to be real <laughs>
2: yeah
3: yeah <laughs> uh... So, yeah, so anyhow, uh, Trump uh, did his uh, transphobia, then he bashed immigrants, and then he uh, declared that he's actually not going to run- make the Patriot Party because he's too lazy to do such a thing, uh, and also it would probably kill Republicans and let Democrats <laughs> win all kinds of elections for the foreseeable future. So, How, uh,
4: how many different Republicans ha- had to offer Donald Trump how much? To back off of the idea of forming
2: his own political party. <laughs> many, many, many people uh, had to come to explain him, explain that to him.
3: Oh, God. Sock puppets, like all kinds of nonsense. They're Just, like, L- literally, if you don't make your own party,
4: we will cast a golden bust of your head for people to <laughs> worship. Please don't do it. We'll never <laughs> win another election ever. <laughs> i mean we- I, was, I was over here like i was over here like fucking like rubbing my hands again like Ooh, announce <laughs> that shit say you're making a patriot party i can't wait because it's just like yeah have fun winning an election ever again republicans <laughs>
3: Oh man! Like they had to be like, look, uh, if you have Don Jr. or Ivanka run against Rubio in Florida, we, we will kneecap him so hard and so fast. One of <laughs> one of your dumb progeny can be a senator; it'll be great. But not Eric. Eric. Eric's too dumb. But uh, Don Jr. or Ivanka. Boom. We'll, we'll, we're cool. That now, no Patriot Party, please. The governor uh, of
4: Alabama came up and like pulled his suspenders and like away from his chest, and he was like, "Now, nah, well, Mr. Trump." I suppose we could change the laws on our books to maybe allow a man to marry his daughter legally. And Donald Trump's just like, I'm listening.
3: Yeah, exactly. You son of a bitch. I'm I'm in. (laughs) Oh man. Um, I do declare. Yes, exactly. Uh, So after he got through all of this, he had a bit of a stem winder where he explained that, all of the vaccines that are being shipped out right now are because of him and mm-hmm. Biden is just following his rock solid blueprint that uh he <laughs> gave to the Biden administration Blue who print. are a bunch who are a bunch of clowns and frauds who have no idea what the fuck they're doing but uh it is only because of Trump that all of this uh, Soros-funded poison with Bill Gates microchips in it is now being delivered into the arms of your beloved grandparents so that they can become cyborgs or die whenever Bill Gates flips the chip switch or turned into Borg or whatever it is your weird QAnon anti-vax uh, nonsense is. Four months and- from now,
4: the <laughs> QAnon supporters are going to – triumphantly announce that uh, the storm wave was the vaccine all along. They were just like, (laughs) we did it. We said it was coming and it's here. The storm wave is the code name for the vaccine to coronavirus. You're welcome. Cue out. Um, We did it, fam. (laughs) (laughs) That
2: was Mike.
3: That would be the greatest Q drop in the history of the world. Just mid-July, have not posted for like six months. And then Q's just like, vaccine, total success, America secure, Q. And QAnon's just like, what? Huh? And they just have to do a complete 180 and try to pretend that they love vaccines the whole time. And um, so as Trump was giving this whole speech about the fact that the vaccine was all his doing – He then stated, and I quote, everybody go get your shot, (laughs) which uh, Q and Q and and then and then like a couple days later, it came out that both he and Melania got vaccines in the middle of January while he was still in office as president. So QAnon has reacted to this uh, through deafening silence and completely ignoring it because it destroys their narratives. And when reality becomes incredibly inconvenient for them, they tend to try to ignore reality. Uh, about the only- they, they, need a, they
4: need Papa Watkins and his Wagyu hat to come do
3: some spin control. Oh, God, if only if only Ron Watkins was interested in doing Q drops anymore and, and, and trying to not get and trying not to get booked on OAN as a computer expert of some kind to like sit at the big boy table and not be uh, secret agent Q. Which he's, is just, now- he's just going to fucking pu-
4: pu- the next Q drop is just going to be him posting a link uh, <laughs> to the YouTube music video for uh, hit me with your best shot. <laughs> he's just going to allow people to
3: interpret it however they want. Oh, that'd be so great. A Trump fan video set to that, it just shows all these different people getting vaccinated. Oh, that'd be the greatest thing in the history of the world. A bunch of, <laughs> a bunch of,
4: a bunch of smiling, happy white people getting vaccinated. Yeah, to, uh, you, to, to
3: <laughs> the, the soothing bomb for what ails QAnon. Yeah. I I mean, there there was a bunch of uh, Republicans who got publicly vaccinated. I'm pretty sure Rubio got the shot. Chuck Grassley got the shot. They have enough B-roll footage to roll under that on top of just – random people like filming grandma and grandpa finally getting the shot and now feeling safe that they won't die from COVID. So you could absolutely do that uh, YouTube video and uh, make QAnon very sad at the fact that one of the core tenets of their belief system is something that like is objectively wrong. And even their beloved God emperor says it's wrong. Oh, Mike,
4: um, we don't need any help making QAnon people feel sad.
3: This is true. What, what, uh, what
4: can we what can we do to QAnon that the 2020 election hasn't
3: already done?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, the, well, Hey, the 2020 election isn't over yet. We still – we're two days away from March 4th and the re-swearing in of the 19th president of the United States, Donald Trump. My so, god. So we, we've been talking about this. The what, the fuck,
4: what the fuck is the significance of A, March 4th, and B, 19th president? I've, I've heard both of these things. What is going on?
3: so uh March fourth is when presidents were originally inaugurated back uh when we started this whole thing called the American Republic so uh you had the election in November and because it took a long time for your horse drawn wagon to get you from whereversville up to washington d c to get to presidenting or Philadelphia, which was the capital back in those times uh the lame duck period was even longer. It stretched all the way to March 4th. Imagine Trump being president until Thursday. Imagine Biden not getting sworn in until Thursday and how much of a hell that would have been. Oh, God. So, um, the lame duck was actually that long back in the day. And then, Uh, At some point, I believe it was in the 1930s, uh, during the Great Depression, they tightened up the lame duck because they kind of wanted to get FDR in there quickly because Hoover was a clown. And then the lame duck got moved from – the the inauguration got moved up from March 4th to January 20th. So um, the whole 19th president thing is – Ulysses S. Grant was the guy who – Uh, Destroyed the American Republic and created the American Corporation, according to sovereign citizens. He's the one that signed the very tame, boring piece of administrative legislation for how we run the District of Columbia. And that was what ended America as a republic, and so Grant was the 18th president. So every other president after Grant was illegitimate and was not truly a president of America. So when Trump gets sworn in on Thursday, he will be the 19th president of America, because we only had 18 true presidents. Mm. every so everyone so-
4: sovereign citizen's been around for a minute, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so was uh, was W not a legitimate president when he was in office? Were they out there just being like,
3: fuck George W. Bush? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like sovereign citizens just kind of hate the government in general. They have this QAnon-like mythos where they've invented all this ridiculous stuff about how if you fill out the right paperwork, you can absolve yourself from paying taxes. Um, you have a first amendment right to travel so you don't need a driver's license or a license plate as long as you're not u- as yeah. long as you're not u- as long as you're not using your car for commercial purposes you're just allowed to use it. And if a cop pulls you over, you have a right to tell him. The First Amendment says I have a right to travel because I have a right to congregate and meeting groups. So you, I do not require a license or any, regist- or any paperwork or anything legal to maintain this vehicle. This is a constitutional right that I'm already granted. And anything you try to make me do to exercise that right is governmental tyranny interference, and I reject it out of hand.
2: Yeah, the Sovereign City hasn't been around uh, for a long time, and Q is just kind of glommed onto it because it it fits their whole narrative. It's, like, it's just it, perfect for what they need right now.
3: Right. like QAnon just grabs something they need at a moment when they're looking for something, and this March 4th thing fits a need. So they're just like, March 4th works for us? Boom. Got it. Grab it. Now this is part of our mythos. This is part of our story. So... They run with that ball up until they get close to the deadline and then they realize, oh, no, like obviously on Thursday, Trump isn't going to become president. So now we have to start disavowing it. So the aggressive walk back on March 4th has already begun. Like this week has been all the major QAnon promoters are lying their asses off. They're all saying, look, the deep state and the media has been telling you guys about March 4th being this important date. And that's how you know they're all full of shit because nobody ever said anything about it. And they know they're lying. They know this has been a part of QAnon culture pretty much after Biden got sworn in. After January 20th, they needed a new deadline. March 4th gave them a nice five-week window to make up bullshit and get people excited. But now that the bill's about to come due, it's time to disavow this latest failed deadline and then move the goalpost back to the next failed deadline whenever they manage to invent it. And it's kind of but the only problem for them is there's no date they have. There's no like line in the sand they can point to of the Constitution or anything and be like, yeah, this is when Trump's actually going to win. It's all good. Don't worry about it, guys.
2: You don't want to take any sort of bets on where they move the goalpost to next after uh, the fourth?
3: I saw one thing on one timeline where a guy talked about March 20th. Uh, because he was working out this whole thing about a 60 day uh, window after Biden's inauguration where like some sort of executive order, blah, de blah, thing was that that was when Trump had to strike and like use his control over the military that he still has because that's a thing that exists where ex presidents still run the military for months <laughs> after they've left office but i haven't I haven't seen them really sort of congeal around uh any big uh event or date as a as the as the new payoff for April
4: twentieth right I mean that's that's Hitler's birthday if I recall <laughs> a good
3: one. oh man if they actually went there uh that would be so unsubtle and on the nose uh, that would make Nazi rune look really small by comparison <laughs> if they just went whole haw. It- I-, I wonder if some edge lords on eight Coon are going to do that. They're going to try to make up some convoluted. This is why <laughs> April 20th is the payoff. Maybe, maybe just- that could
4: be us. The, now, now's our time <laughs> to, <laughs> no. to, to, now's ta- our- to take your pilled status and to use it for good by hoodwinking a bunch of these uh, <laughs> idiots into thinking that uh, April 20th is going to be the, the day.
3: Oh, that'd be so great. It's finally
4: coming. Get high and watch Trump ascend to Godhood. It's happening. Yeah. Finally.
3: Finally. Finally, we're going to have our God Emperor return to his rightful throne. But um, at least a,
4: at least, the man fucking went ahead and got his vaccination. Um, yeah. You know who be, I bet could probably use some vaccinations is the entire state of Texas. Because, <laughs> boy, howdy. That place is about to turn into a uh, virulent
3: cesspool. <laughs> it, it, uh, it! You can just, you can feel, you can actually, I believe, as I was walking to my computer to record this podcast, I had to step over the puddle of flop sweat that Governor Abbott had left. All over America, as he flails desperately to try to cobble together some group of constituents that will actually vote for him to remain governor in 2022, after murdering innumerate uh, <laughs> innumerate parts of his citizenry through his inept and bungled response to the fr- the, the uh, winter storm that shattered texas's power grid uh you can just and uh alex jones has been like literally having a fit for the past year about governor abbott being a deep state pawn and a shill because abbott took COVID seriously and was telling people to wear masks and instituting lockdowns so Abbott's been getting destroyed by the right for so long. And then on top of that, he gets destroyed by everybody for what happened with this winter storm. So now he's just desperate. Now he's just like, so out of control trying to find someone to placate. So he doesn't have to like, I mean, losing an election is one thing that sucks. To be so totally fucked that your party tells you, yo, dude, don't run. We're not even going to nominate you. You're going to lose the primary. Step, Say you're going to step down to spend some more time with your family. To get crushed that bad is so humiliating. And Abbott's just trying to avoid that at this point. So Abbott's just like, reopen Texas. Are you happy with me now, right-wingers? Do you, do you love me now, QAnon? It's been
2: a bad
4: order. 66.
2: Yes, it's been a- exactly. <laughs> it's been a bad couple of days for uh, politicians from Texas. Ted Cruz's numbers have thoroughly tanked as well.
3: We'll see uh, if that Can- matters. Yeah, Cancun Cruz is only grateful that he's not up for re-election until twenty twenty four. And I mean, he is going to eat that shit sandwich the entire re-election bid. That's every billboard in Texas is going to be that. <laughs> but at the very least, he's going to have like he's going to have four years to try to distance himself from that rather embarrassing stunt well i mean fuck I do-
4: him. like e- even if even if it wasn't a bad look which it was it was also just like a tremendously stupid idea like how covert did he think he was being just walking through public airports and boarding public planes like, <laughs> like oh i have a mask on my face no one will recognize senator ted cruz and it's just like hey man are you ted cruz <laughs> where, where, <laughs> where 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 are you going my family is freezing
3: to death <laughs> and that's the thing that's so funny about that is like I'm sure there are plenty of like anonymous senators out there. Like I couldn't pick pick Chris Coons out of a lineup, or any or a bunch of them. But Ted Cruz has never found a, a camera he's been afraid of in his life. Oh, this, yeah. is man, this is a man who wants to be on TV twenty four seven. So the fact that he. Dipped out on on his state in their hour <laughs> of need, and Alexandria Ocasio Cortez comes in to save the day. I mean, how do you let like your literal like boogie woman monster like come in and eat your lunch that aggressively? Like that is so weak on his part. And, I mean, and- imagine how
4: much worse it's going to look for the Republican Party when this fucking. Uh, reopening of Texas thing uh, predictably backfires. And then uh, Joe Biden's presidency gets to ride in <laughs> on a, on a white horse made of vaccinations.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the, this is obviously going to go terrible for Texas. They're going to have a massive spike in cases. And then. Nah. And, and <laughs> then it's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nah. Uh, Sarge giving us the very well thought out and uh, trenchant analysis from the republican side of the aisle nah. visa yeah exactly no no nah, no nah. yeah that 's i mean it 's going to be really uh horrifying and in some ways like there 's going to be a lot of schadenfreude when. You're going to have like Biden in like two months saying, yo, Texas, get your shot. Here's a clip of Trump saying to get your shot. Uh, If you wanted to run around with no masks, coughing on each other, you got to get the shot. You got to do this. (laughs) Uh, And. I just – like the fact that this is – all of this is so dumb. It's really incredible how poorly uh, Abbott and Cruz and all these people have handled this crisis. I mean if you're Cruz, even if like Texas is too cold for you and all of this stuff kind of sucks, don't you just like stay in Washington, D.C. and have your publicist take all these photographs of you working the phones?
2: <laughs> you, get, you get you get a photo it's of so you. It's so easy. Just, just so don't easy. leave the country. He left the country. It's not like he went to the border of Texas where it was warmer. He left the country.
3: Like how? I mean, I, like when uh, when Chris Christie had all those photo ops of like him and, and Obama uh, surveying the damage from the hurricane that hit them right at the end of the 2016 election. I mean, that was like, such an easy thing to do for the governor of a state to being like, "Yeah, I don't agree with the president from the opposite <laughs> party's politics, but we're working together to help my state out." I mean. You get that photo of, like, Ted Cruz, like, like gestulating with his finger in the air at Biden being like, now you hear, listen, Biden, my people need this stuff and you're going to get it for them. I mean, this is just politics 101. This is the easiest thing in the world to yeah. do. And instead, he's just like, he hightails it to Cancun, then blames his family for it, oh. sneaks it. <laughs> Threw them under the bus so hard. Yeah, just, hey, my daughters wanted to go to Cancun. <laughs> Their fault. <laughs> it's just, oh my, I mean, the, the man stands up for literally nobody. Trump said his dad killed JFK, called his <laughs> wife ugly, and Cruz just just took it. Just just eat shit. Cause- all right, all
4: right, all right. We can stop giving body blows to Ted Cruz. He was last week. <laughs> there, there, there's a governor we're supposed to be giving body blows to here now. You know, yes. the, the idiot that has lifted the mask like mandate and is just – Telling Texans, "Uh, fucking YOLO, but so, so fucking pack into the bars, man. Slam in there, make it maximum capacity, even more if you can
3: help it. You lick some doorknobs on your way in. I mean, let's own these lives by showing them how unscared we are of coronavirus. Yeah." I really, I mean, like Beto O'Rourke has to be just like really, I've heard this. I've heard the stories that like Texas's governorship is like kind of a weak governorship and that it's not really all it's cracked up to be. But you hear that Texas, your shit's weak. It's weak. Yeah. But I mean, if you're Beto O'Rourke, I mean, you're, probably printing out the Beto for Governor signs right now and you're just like, Man, uh, keep it up, keep it up, Abbott. I mean, you're you're making this really easy on me. I mean, cause you when you're a guy like Beto, I mean, obviously you want to win some office and like wield some kind of uh, political power. You don't just want to be like political activist Beto or Rourke. Like <laughs> that's not that's not what you're in this thing for. You want to hold office and you want to be able to like show that you're like actually capable of achieving these things. And I'm no
4: conservative. But if I was, I would call that guy Beta
2: Beta Okuk. Yes. <laughs> that, would be, that would be his name. Someone has to have done that. It's such a layup. It I really mean, that, that,
4: it, but it's a layup. It's a layup for people with like, you know, wrinkles in their brain. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if like your average smooth parade Republican is capable of such wordplay.
3: <laughs> I, I I just heard uh, someone was talking about how all Republicans are going to vote against the Biden bucks and the uh, COVID relief bill. And this guy was saying that like, this is like the easiest thing in the world to vote for, but Trump has just like, so turned these idiots in the brains smooth as sheets of glass. That you could roll marbles on that. They're actually going to vote against, ...against giving people free money, and
2: it's like... I mean, they already have, multiple times,
3: in I, an yeah. election. Yeah, and that's why they lost in Georgia, was because the, the Democrats were like, we'll give you money. And the Republicans were like, fuck no, we won't. And the people voted for the guys that will give them money. I mean...
4: Other political, like, I was about to call myself or imply that I was a political pundit. I'm not. I'm just some joker with a podcast. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, a lot of people that have to talk politics would be a little more diplomatic about it. But not me. I think that uh, conservatives' brains are so smooth that you could contact juggle with them.
5: (laughs) Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.
3: Context. oh god <laughs> i mean it's just it is it's just so ridiculous the way they are setting themselves up as to be basically the party of not giving you money and the party that's going to give you covid and then on the other side of this thing you have biden who announced today that We're going to have a vaccine for every adult in America by the end of May that we are cranking this shit out now. (laughs) And basically, don't worry,
4: progressives will still be furious that there are unvaccinated adults by the end of March. They'll be like, he promises vaccines for everyone. It's not here yet. What the fuck?
2: It should have been Bernie. Bernie would have waggled his fingers and it would have (laughs) been vaccination station. He would have waggled his mittens, you mean.
4: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. he, he has to mitten up his magical fingers uh, <laughs> to, to contain their mighty power because literally the second his ass was in the White House, he'd be like, all student loan debt is forgiven. Free college for everyone. Vaccinations for everyone. The world is a utopia. And then we'd all join hands and start drinking Coke. And it would be great. All yes.
2: Right.
3: <laughs> bernie is much like midas where he has to wear those mittens or else everything he touches would turn to gold it's yeah. just it, it's the, it,
4: i mean if 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 we demittened bernie sanders and allowed him even a moment to touch our country it would turn into a socialist utopia overnight <laughs> it would be incredible
3: it would truly be the greatest of all worlds uh and and I oh I all of the uh, bad faith arguments about the uh, bombing in Syria where we literally bombed an Iranian militia, which are the worst and most evil people in the world, and people are just like, Oh look, the warmongering democrats are back at it and QAnon was all over this about how during the Boy, four years of during the four years of Trump, we had nothing but peace and prosperity. Not a single bomb was dropped. Not a not a war was declared. Uh, we denuclearized North Korea and brought them back into the fold of uh, polite society. And then the deep state got their hooks into the government again. And now, look, the bombs are just dropping like rain. Just back to the death and the killing of the cabal. This is the way it is completely and the reason why uh they get to say this is because trump was the one who uh removed the transparency from the drone strikes and just ordered all the drone strikes in the world only
2: (laughs) all drone strikes all the time
3: all drone strikes all the time way more drone strikes than obama ordered and also just like but we don't have to tell you if we accidentally killed civilians or anyone if we had a drone strike and it killed 30 people it's 30 people that are dead were they good were they bad we don't know you figure it out were they good were they bad all that matters is
4: that
2: they were brown. <laughs> right, exactly. It's, it's, oh, I shouldn't have laughed at that.
3: No, yeah, but, I mean, that's, but that's, that's the Republican mindset. As long as we are uh, committing drone strikes in the Middle East, it's objectively a good thing. I mean, Trump was the one who was like, we need to kill terrorists and their families. And QAnon promotes him as a peacemonger. I mean, it's so ridiculous that like what Trump actually said, the things he was actually talking about – were islamophobic, just racist, awful shit and he gave the saudis every weapon they could have ever asked for and and uh escalated the huma- humanitarian crisis in Yemen through uh the the shit the saudis were doing. And guess what? Biden was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, uh we're not going to sell the saudis any more gear for their stupid fucking war in Yemen. We're dialing that back." You can go fuck yourselves. So Like this whole idea that it's Biden, the butcher, Donald, the dove is just it's not true. It's ridiculous. But Mike, uh, you're
4: forgetting the Democrats got us into that fucking horrible war in Iraq, though.
3: Oh, right. Yes. Uh, yes. That is that is something I did not uh, remember that uh, it was uh, – who was it? Al Gore after 9-11? Or did Bill Clinton just serve as president for 16 years? It certainly wasn't Al Gore. He was busy hanging with Chad. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> wow. What an awful joke that was. And our yeah. the, that our Florida twenty twenty our Florida oh, two thousand recount podcast hanging with Chads,
4: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sarge, That's how you do it. You yeah. it yep. he set it up and he executed it. Yeah, right. Yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, D- Democrats got us into the war in Iraq, and then Donald Trump came in and killed uh, Osama bin Laden.
3: Yep, uh, that's exactly the way history played out. Uh, Democrats ruled America from 1992 until uh, 2016 when Trump got into office, except for on 9-11 when Rudy Giuliani assumed the presidency for 24 hours to make America feel safe and secure. (laughs) And uh, then after those four years of peace and prosperity under Trump, uh, the presidency was stolen from him unfairly by the cabal. And now Biden's in office until Thursday when hopefully he'll be removed again because I'm pills. And this is what I believe, honestly and heartily. Uh, thank you, Up rocks for continuing to not pull that article, you colossal pieces of shit. Thank so- you, Uprocks,
4: for being the one media outlet that will properly and accurately describe Mike Rains, <laughs> aka <laughs> Poker and Politics, as a fucking pilled QAnon loving maniac. He just can't get enough of it. Oh, man. He loves them pills. I I've do. never, I've never seen a man uh, so sad when uh, uh, Q vanished from Earth and went back to his <laughs> home planet like Poochie.
2: <laughs> What's the oh. Q count? What are we at? He last uh, posted his- on December eighth.
3: December 8th, yeah, that was the, the we're not going to take it post is still and probably forever will be the last post that Q ever made. It's like fucking – it's fucking
4: uh, – oh, my God. Uh, God damn it. I, 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 I See? Now I'm the one who started something that forgot it. But just because the 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 TV show I was thinking of just vacated my brain. Arrested Development. It's like Arrested Development. Uh, It's just like post video about we're not going to take it but they did. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to take it, but they did.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, my, my favorite thing about that was uh, someone asked me like, what was the last Q drop or when did Q post last? And I told them that uh, I told them the exact setup. I was like, December 8th, it was a uh, fan video of Donald Trump said that we're not going to take it anymore. Which has been DMCA struck. <laughs> I, it was, it was working again when I clicked on the link from the Q drop a couple of days ago. But, uh, But the thing that was funny was the person replied back to me and said, I don't know if you're joking or not. And I don't want to find out because it was like such an incongruous payoff to the whole QAnon narrative that this is how it ended. This is how Q finished up his uh, magnum opus, his great work was this Uh,
2: can confirm it is. This video is unavailable, contains content from UMPG publishing and has been blocked in your country on copyright grounds.
3: Aha, boom, take that Q I mean, wa- it, uh, do, do you suppose that
4: Q Knew that was going to be the last one when they posted it I feel like if you're going to go out on a music number You probably go out on something like Good Riddance by Green Day <laughs> <laughs>
2: That would have
3: been so so brutal. What would, would have been really awesome if he had uh, actually used um, something from one of the people they just aggressively hate? If he had gone Lady Gaga or Katy Perry or Beyonce and just like just baked their noodles with? What does it mean? Is Lady Gaga actually a white hat? What's going on here? That would have been just like just chef's kiss. Like I, I would have had respect for Q if he had dipped out that way. <laughs> I mean, what they
4: really should have done is they should have gone with one of their uh their conservative celebrities like Lil Wayne like the, the last the last Q drop should have been a milli by Lil Wayne just to really confuse people you fucking just like oh shit w- word from on high Q the Q speaks and you click on it just a milli a milli a milli and they're just like oh what does it mean <laughs> especially great if it was during GameStonks time because then a lot of those clowns would have lost a lot of money Anyway, uh so I think that's probably all of the news that's fit to print or read or yeah. talk about on a podcast. Uh so do we do we want to go to our swollen mailbag?
3: Uh we shall go to our swollen mailbag. However, it is less swollen than usual this week. Uh I guess uh that Tucker Car- that Tucker Carlson uh, headline about uh, low sperm counts being a threat to America uh appears to be accurate vis-a-vis our podcast as it were uh <laughs> i don't know exactly what uh what? This a is a swollen bag. <laughs> that, 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 that metaphor went off the
2: rails. Yeah. I'm yes, so, I'm so
3: confused. It, it's a swollen bag. Swollen bags usually, to me, involve scrotums and semen, and therefore I went there. I went to that dark place. Mike Rains is
4: like a, a, a different inflection away from sometimes <laughs> sounding just like some, uh, like a homeless person out, out in the street corner. Just you know, it's just like, hey, man, you want to read from our our mailbag? It's just like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i thinking, you know, about Tucker Carlson and talking about, about Lois Perkallson. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, okay,
3: cool, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you say. <laughs> uh, That's the aesthetic I'm trying to nail. The creepy guy at the park who smells bad and is trying to hit you up for beer money. Oh, you should have kept the
4: beard then. I mean, that really, that really tied it all together. <laughs> I, I do true. like, 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 obviously the audience can't see us, but, uh, but, uh, all of us have decided to go get our, uh, our COVID cuts. So we mm. all have, uh, our, our beards and hair do make it look like we are not, uh, trying to imitate some sort of grizzly Adams. In fact, we're all fairly bald now, which is great. Mm. I mean, yes. just, just three bearded white bald dudes talking <laughs> about the news. <laughs> <laughs> no Hashtag problems
2: Sof-
4: here. <laughs> yep. Hashtag soft boys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, let, let,
3: let's get to our meager sack offering. That's
4: what yes. she said.
3: Boom. Okay. Boom. We go. See, that's actually doing a good bit involving that. Whereas my bit was a little, a little across the line. So, <laughs> uh, the Friday night music party asks, there's a lot of things that make up the cult. My favorite thing is they launched a nuke at air force one, uh, while Trump was on board. What is yours? Um, of, like, the dumb narratives that Q uh, has created in their shadow war, I think my favorite one is the idea that when George H.W. Bush died um, at the funeral, which was obviously broadcast everywhere, all of the attendees, when they would open their programs, there was an envelope inside the program. And a lot of people would, like the, – the envelope wasn't, like – it would fall out of the program a lot of times. People would just grab the envelope and be like, hey, what's this? <laughs> and Q at, and Q at one point in one of his Q drops actually said that though inside those envelopes was Q taunting the people at George H.W.'s Bush's funeral with his threat for vengeance upon them. That uh that basically uh I, I, I just love to imagine this whole idea that uh George H. W. Bush dies, his funeral's having, and Q team is up all night like printing out all these like RSVPs that are like, dear Barack Obama, we are going to murder you. Q. <laughs> and then like licking their fingers and licking, a, licking an envelope and sealing it and then putting it inside a program and being like, make sure this goes to Obama's seat. I just – And love then they, getting... they
4: unfurl a big banner over the coffin that says vengeance from Rion the grave accomplished. <laughs> yes. And everyone in the crowd is pretty confused because it's just like, well, they, they really didn't do anything.
3: yeah it's the it's the end of the springfield monorail episode like you didn't do anything didn't i and leonard nimoy just dematerializes i mean just (laughs) it's just like this is such a silly thing and these people have taken this to heart because when q says something dumb you have to validate q at all costs so there are these all these people that are breaking down George H.W. Bush's funeral like it's the Zapruder film. They're like, look, Jeb looks at the envelope, and then he looks like this way. And look at how heartbroken he is. Look at, like, the, the shock on his face. And it's like, yeah, if you actually, like, watch the clip, that's literally when they're, like – walking the coffin of his father down the hall <laughs> he's yeah, still just like a human being look at him look he, he's so heartbroken and despondent what could it
4: mean and it's just like he's at a funeral for his dad like it probably has something
3: to do with that bruv
2: what are you <laughs> talking
3: about <laughs> And and they have all these breakdowns. They're like, look at George, look at W. He's like accepting it, like, and and literally all that's on these different people's faces is just grief. You can just like see each of them like having a different way of expressing sadness over their father dying, or in the case of like the other people, like a person they worked with, like Bill Clinton and George H. W. Bush, kind of became friends after Clinton got in office because the presidency is kind of a brotherhood where the only other people who know what it's like to go through that shit are other presidents. So, I mean, not that Trump's going to be in that brotherhood cause he's just a weirdo, dumb piece of shit, but like everybody else is just kind of like, look, yeah, your politics were kind of scummy, but you were actually in the chair that had to make the tough calls on things and stuff like that. And like, unlike Trump who had Jared Kushner or Stephen Miller or Ivanka or whoever it was like, tell them what to do for the country. But uh, the rest of them, they actually presidented while they were presidents. So
2: (laughs) they kind
3: of, yeah. So, I mean, it's just, just that idea that like, you're going to see displays of emotion at a funeral of a beloved father slash like friend who passed on. And it, it wasn't that it was Q mocking these people at this funeral. and, The idea that the cabal who are now given this gift that – because Q equal Donald Trump in this scenario, that Donald Trump literally pissed in the Cheerios at the funeral of a former president and Jeb and W or the Obamas or clinton nobody went to a camera with like the insert from that envelope saying, I'm going to kill you, hashtag Q – and we're like, this is the shit Trump pulled at this dignified funeral for a beloved fallen president. Nobody did that to score cheap political points. They just, like, saw Q, said they were going to kill them. And they're like, ah, fuck, Q's going to kill me. Better go home and tend to my affairs and get <laughs> ready, because I'm obviously going to Gitmo in the next week or two. Nothing you can do. When Q says it's over, it's over. That's, that's the way it is. The game's up. But maybe I mean, maybe
4: Q was uh, the the spirit of uh, Bush all along. Hmm? <laughs> Think about it. Revenge from beyond the grave. Trying to get the country back in the the right way. You know the the
3: conservative way. Wars <laughs> in the desert kind of way. Mm. <laughs> well, that that, that uh, the whole narrative of QAnon is that the wars in the desert are actually bad, although they actually still again hate hate everyone who's there and want to kill them but they just don't want to kill them through quote-unquote wars they just want peace through some sort of (laughs) they just want peace through the death of their
2: enemies
3: (laughs) right exactly they but they want that peace to not be war they want it to be like trump just whips out his big dick and the entire middle east goes oh my god your swollen member is so big we all surrender to america immediately and all of uh the middle east becomes jeffersonian democracies overnight because donald trump's just so fucking manly they just give in to his every wish and they, however, and that allows them to do the whole thing where like Trump's great and awesome. And every other president before him sucks and is bad.
2: I mean, uh, this so is known.
4: getting back to the question at hand, uh, my favorite one is is pretty much any of the stuff to do with the actual physical White House itself, like the 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 Obama trap lasers and the <laughs> like the like the, the fucking Donald Trump impotence ray or whatever was supposed to be installed in there. And then when Joe Biden got in and like all the fucking cute nutters were just like, "Oh my God, it's clearly a soundstage. Look out the window. That's not what the that's not what the view is from the, inside the Oval Office. Like what the fuck? Like why are the windows gradient like gradient differently? Like in this photo? And it's just like, okay, you guys are." really loco i just love the idea that that that, uh like when the white house exists it's booby-trapped by barack obama to kill and or maim and or make impotent donald trump when joe biden is in the white house uh the white house itself is fake and joe biden can't actually be in the oval office because he is not the real president he's not the real president until he gets on air force oh he did that okay well he's not the he's not the real president (laughs) until he delivers the state of the Union. So uh like yeah anything anything involving the physical white house itself is my favorite cute conspiracy shit (laughs) uh
3: the physical white house versus physical silver a podcast about the presidency and precious metals
4: i haven't had any i i haven't had any any good uh new fake podcasts but when when you when you were (laughs) uh talking about uh Talking about like Donald Trump and all that such, and you said uh, Trump equals Q in this scenario. It did give me another idea for a good book title. Uh, when we decide to get on the popular trend of deciphering who Q originally was, not that it fucking matters. Uh, when we write our book, we should call it Solve for Q. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, I am I am good at titles of stuff. I'm yeah. just gonna say it. I have a fucking natural gift. If you need a title for some shit, at your boy. <laughs> Oh, God. If you've been working on a novel for like 100 years and you don't have a good title for it, you know, uh, like hit me up and I, I'll I'll tell you what my rate is. So I'll give you the cheeriest <laughs> title. So, uh, anyway, uh, Sarge, what's your, what's your favorite Q conspiracy?
2: Oh, uh, geez. I don't know. I'm really into. Uh, God, I'm really into all the new Sovereign Citizen stuff. Um, or, oh no, no, it's definitely, it is 100% the secret servers in Germany that had American voting data on them and that American soldiers, uh, did battle, uh, with the cabal and Germans to get, uh, servers from Germany back. I, I, I forget about that one and then remember it. And I love it. I love it so much.
3: I love that the director of the CIA was a was a black hat who was defending <laughs> the illicit server, and then she was either killed in action or captured by the Patriots, and then she uh, just – none of that happened. <laughs> it just it – just, <laughs> it's – yeah, like and th- it just goes to show you how ephemeral like the narratives of QAnon are. That they have these stories they tell, they get themselves so excited about them, and then they just drop it. They just drop it immediately. It's there's nothing to it. Um, Thanks for the question,
4: whoever that was. I, I forgot now. It, it seems like it was so long ago.
3: <laughs> uh, Friday, night, Friday night music party. It practically was on a Friday night when the question was asked. Nice. But uh, yes, so, that's a good time uh, for a music party. Yes. So uh Michael Vario asks, uh, what fast food is favored by QAnon? McDonald's, Burger King? Since so many of the ins- insurrectionists were from PA, do they prefer sheets or a wawa? And do they put pineapples on their pizzas?
4: Uh Dairy Queen, uh quick and quick stop to answer the first two questions, because they have Q's in them, obviously. Um and uh do they put pineapple on pizza? God, I hope not, because that's a power move that I myself love to employ. <laughs> And I, I, I don't want these fucking neo-Nazis to ruin pineapple on pizza.
3: You stay away from my pineapple boogaloo, boys. <laughs> uh, I, uh, had a, uh, I had a pizza tragedy occur to me uh, a couple days ago. Um, the local There's a uh, local gas station in the area that has great uh, by the slice pizza. And I stopped in. And they had a pizza. I had a pizza that was that uh, so, was sausage and bacon. And I was like, "Well, usually they just have like a, a sausage pizza or a bacon and tomato pizza." And I just picked the tomato slices off because it's weird to have tomato slices on a pizza on a pizza with pizza sauce. No, it's, so, uh, it's whatever. delicious. Stop being a coward. <laughs> I, hey, um, put more
4: put more fruits on your pizza, you cowards. Except for okay. the Swedes out there, you guys really haven't figured out. You put bananas on your pizza and everything. It's fucking crazy.
3: <laughs> so <laughs> so I so due to covid uh the individual slices are boxed, so you just because they don't want you touching a slice and then leaving it in there, and then you poison the rest of the people that are shopping, so I grabbed my boxed slice of bacon and sausage pizza left the uh, left the gas station, was driving down the highway to my house. And when I opened the uh, box, it was a breakfast pizza. It was like a burrito. It, there was no cheese or sauce on it. It was egg. The base was egg. And then there was bacon and sausage in the egg. And then the dough of the pizza was beneath that. It was nothing like what I expected. I, uh, was- I
4: too, have, uh, have been tricked by uh, the breakfast pizza in the past. At Quick Trip, which for my Midwestern friends, I did accidentally say Quick Stop earlier. Instead of Quick Trip, because I have been watching Clerks the Animated Series again. So I meant Dairy Queen and Quick Trip, because they have cues <laughs> in them, obviously. Uh, so, which means I, I'm pretty sure I sussed it out, because both of those things are pretty popular in the Midwest. So, I, I mean, 60 Minutes, get at me. I am single-handedly narrowing this down. Uh, Vice, 60 Minutes, you're on notice. Your boy L's on the case, and I'm tracking Q down. And when I find him, I'm going to be like, hey, you're fucking boring. And this shit you did was just a goof, and then it got taken over by assholes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there a bounty yeah. out for proving who Q is right now?
3: Did I? Uh, I, I someone posted something I saw about that, uh, and it, it it came and went so quickly that I didn't even bother digging into it because it just looked like such a ridiculously. Um, Fake or one of the, it was one of those kind of things where a guy is like, "I'll give you a million dollars if you can prove evolution is real," and then you show that evolution's real. There's like, nope, and you're just like, okay, <laughs> doesn't whatever. count. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, like, who the fuck, like,
4: who, who playing around in this field? Can we fucking trust to just be like, like if they're any sort of actual Q supporter, right? It's just like their whole thing is just being immune to sanity and reason. It's like their whole deal, like. All, all, all media except for one American news is fake and all scientists in the world are wrong and doctors don't know about viruses and fuck you that's why so like unless we could like somehow get Donald Trump himself to tell someone like you know we, we need to slip let's slip Donald Trump like a hundo and just be like hey man just into this into this camera real quick just say Ron Watkins was cute and if we could get that popping, then maybe 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 we have something but uh, you know we'll go all into the identity of Q when Sulfur Q comes out in uh
3: 2024
4: Sulfur <laughs> Q I mean I've, like I said I've already got to narrow it narrowed down to the Midwest how big could that place be I'm coming for you
3: There's like what like 30 or 40 people that live in the Midwest I mean we could probably oh, yeah. ha- we could probably knock this out in like a couple of weeks just going-
4: I mean, it, the size I, of a mall I, I, if more of them decide to to get rid of their mask orders, then, uh, yeah, there might only be 30 or 40 people left in the Midwest. I, I, go, I go ask each of them individually if they're Q and see how they react.
3: <laughs> yeah, are you Q or was your recently departed uh, family member who caught COVID for no fucking reason and died, were they Q? And they're like, I'm not sure. I think Bob was possible. I, I'm not saying... And then you go check Bob's laptop and you don't find any evidence that Bob was actually cute, but Bob did have 20 bitcoins. So now everything's great. Because uh, <laughs> so,
4: I mean, uh, like, uh, I, that, that is kind of my power move in, uh, games like resistance and, uh, you know, uh, like secret Hitler or whatnot. If you think that somebody is like a little sus, like right when the game starts, if like you, like when everyone looks at the cards or whatever, and you have an ink like an inkling that somebody might be. Uh, your Huckleberry, as soon as everyone like has their information or whatever, the second that it is uh, cool for you to open your mouth, just stare that person right in the fucking eyes and go, hey, are you Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> are you traitor?" And yeah. uh, depending on how weak-willed your friends are, sometimes they give it up immediately. I mean, they're always going to say no, but uh I've definitely gotten a few of my friends with that that power move. The the direct ask immediately. They're not preparing for it. They like in their head they're trying to plan out their strategy, and you distract them real quick by just being like, "Yo, you Hiller? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, all right. <laughs> <here."> <laughs> Uh, all, all i'm imagining right now is like l and some like random person each of like a thousand dollars in front of them and the flop just comes out and l just like looks at them and goes you got a set and They're just like no and then l just like snap folds just like throws his cards <laughs> the, just, just 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 throws pocket aces face up into the trash being like fuck that and just like, <laughs> just the l with the laser reads at all games just
4: uh anyway uh yeah we, we got pretty far afield from that question but i i've given i've given my i've given my picks for the 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 favorite uh convenience store and uh uh food chain what what do you guys got
2: Oof. uh I mean I get stuff from quick trip the most, but I don't know if I'd call it my favorite um
4: I'll give you guys another answer uh chick-fil-A because they all hate the gays
2: that one yeah anybody you- <laughs> <laughs> uh, every time i see it i like think to myself oh i can't have that uh, it is forbidden because i'm yeah. not a shit person and then my, my partner is always it's not that good and i was like i know it's not that good but my monkey brain wants it because i can't have it
4: i mean your partner is wrong when it comes to chicken sandwiches like chick-fil-a yes does the chicken sandwich better than anyone but Because a portion of each chicken sandwich they sell goes to putting a boot on the neck of gay people. I choose to not eat those chicken sandwiches. I don't think I've had one in like a decade. Because as soon as I heard about that shit, I was like, oh, I'm not giving them my money anymore.
3: (laughs) What's so funny is, like, near my house, there is a food court that has a Chick-fil-A. And literally every other business just watches Tumbleweeds blow by. And the line for that Chick-fil-A is out the door. There is a McDonald's right next Mm -hmm. to it. And that McDonald's, oh, my God, they're lucky if, like, someone in the seven deep line at Chick-fil-A gives up and walks over to that McDonald's. It blows my mind how popular that homophobic uh, chicken sandwich joint is it's- oh man well
4: it, it, it's it's had a ripple effect in the greater uh fast food uh like you know hierarchy because uh everyone's fucking chasing that dragon the 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 McElroy brothers talk about it on my brother and my brother and me like fairly frequently or they they have in the past year but uh yeah like between, uh, what was it? it? was Popeye. Like, so Chick-fil-A was the OG, like we have the best chicken sandwich, but it comes with some baggage. And then Popeye's came out with their chicken sandwich that went viral for being like crack rock, apparently, even though most people say it's just like, okay. And then that initiated the chicken sandwich wars. And, uh, the chicken sandwich wars, uh, have been a raging. And I think, uh, I, th- I think Taco Bell is throwing their hat into the ring next. And they've got a chicken sandwich taco, where it's like a taco shell that's just made out of some like puff bread with just straight up a grilled like a, like a a fried up chicken breast and some sauce on it and that's it that's the whole fucking thing hey hey Americans you want your fucking fried chicken breast on something that might technically be bread Taco Bell we
2: got you fam <laughs> Taco Bell we got yeah. you fam
3: I I yeah I heard that's like being uh, debuted in Charlotte because like Charlotte is apparently where. All this stuff gets uh test marketed because they're just like literally proxy America, the demographics of Charlotte like break down perfectly so that they can just test it and get feedback huh, on weird. those kinds of things, yeah, it's yeah, fierce. I mean
4: they're they're test markets for for all that shit, and a lot of them are like in the South and the midwest like we like we almost never get a uh, test market like stuff where i i currently live um but you know no matter how no matter how hard the uh chicken sandwich wars rage on uh, <laughs> no, no one is ever going to beat kfc at it uh i feel like i feel like if there's a chicken sandwich war then the chicken sandwich un uh drafted the chicken sandwich geneva convention and they were just like yo no more chicken as the bread because the, the double down sandwich was the (laughs) the most like, like a fever dream that someone blazed and drunk came up with one night. Like, Oh man, what if we just turn chicken like breasts into the bread and then made a sandwich out of that. And then like, somehow that became a menu item on KFC. And it's just like, Holy shit. You guys are really fucking going crazy. And then, but but I haven't seen any any other people trying to play in that space. So it seems like the the council of elders got together and were just like, like
3: this this magic is too powerful. It is forbidden. <laughs> so uh, the, I think my, I think the favorite fast food of QAnons uh, besides those with a Q in it would probably be just McDonald's because the God Emperor is always seen eating Big Macs and drinking McDonald's branded Diet Cokes and that kind of stuff like. He seems like a McDonald's man. He's just like the boring – the biggest fast food chain in America is the one I go to because I don't have any culture or taste. So that's that's our Donald. That's our beloved – That's uh, our Donald. <laughs> yep. The, our beloved actual literal golden idled uh, champion of democracy who will again be returning oh, to the Oh, man. Where, where's that
4: cross promotion? Get with it, McDonald's. Introduce Donald McDonald. Donald McDonald, the most the most recent horrifying clown to be shilling our burger product.
3: Oh God, that'd be so beautiful, Donald
4: McDonald. Yeah, yes. uh, if if Donald Trump ever hears a single part of this podcast, I want him to hear that joke. I want I want him to hear I want him to hear me me say Donald McDonald and then call him a horrifying clown, uh, because that, in my heart of hearts, is what I believe.
3: <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah.
4: anyway, thanks for the question, whoever that was from.
3: Yep, uh, Michael Vardo, or Vario. All right, we got time I, for
4: one more, baby. Break it off.
3: Uh, we don't have. We, we're out. We're out. This is what I was ta- warning you wow. guys about the bag. The bag. Is, the bag is now sans questions. We have exhausted the bag. I questions. mean, to be
4: fair, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that all three of us only have two in the bag. Generally, walk so. Walk, uh. yeah, hey, you don't get to judge me. You started it twice this week and didn't <laughs> have it either time. You don't get to judge me, Sarge. <laughs> You get funnier and then you could judge me. That's <laughs> I not my so for job. <laughs> okay, I came um, up with. We need to talk about. We need to talk about Kevin and other <laughs> shit like that. Last week I did a bit about alienation nation. <laughs>
3: She's crazy. So <laughs> so so basically what we're saying is next week Sarge has to bring a lot to the table. Oh, that is. That's that's where we're at here. Sarge needs to both fix his microphone so that he's mm. not uh, doing IT help from a call center, and he needs to have just smoking hot takes and incredibly witty puns for <laughs> fake podcasts because uh, a lot's riding on you. Because uh, L's now out of bullets, and I'm I'm yeah, a I'm moron. Down, down. Yeah, and I'm a moron who's the creepy guy from the park, like grunting about sperm counts. So, uh yeah, that
4: that that, 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 that was it for me. The last bit I had in in the kitty was Donald McDonald. Donald. So that, that that's the one I'm going out on. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like Raul Julia doing Street Fighter the movie right before dying. <laughs> it's like yeah, it was pretty good. Like his performance is pretty good. That he seemed like he was having a good time, but at the same time, that movie sucks, and it's kind of a shame that that's what he went out on.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah, but he, he did it to make his kids happy. He just wanted to be a total him, and they were like, "Fuck it, we're just doing this for the paycheck. Do whatever oh, you I mean, want." that's
4: that's, that's that great. It's still got one of my my favorite lines to quote. For Pison it was Tuesday, or for me, it was Tuesday. It's so <laughs> yep. good. Anyway, yep. uh, that's our podcast for the week, folks. Thank you everybody for listening. Uh, this is the time that everyone's favorite part of church, where the collection plate comes around and we jingle jangle it at you and try to guilt you into giving us your money. If you'd like to support the podcast. Uh, you can do so by uh, going and uh, putting some of your uh, miscellaneous pocket change into our Patreon, ac- Patreon account at Poker and Politics. Uh, or if you really want to support the podcast and you don't want to spend any money, there's a free way to do it, babies. All you need to do is tell a friend, you know, engage with us on our Twitter pages. Uh, you know, Mike Rains at Poker and Politics, Sarge at Hellworld Sarge, and me at Hellworld Elk. Go ahead and engage with us there like, share, you know, tell people that might be interested in this sort of shit. Just be like, hey, I know three, like, overweight, bald, bearded <laughs> guys that will talk something about Q and a lot about pop culture nonsense and uh, we've got a podcast for you. Uh, or if you don't want to support us, fuck these guys, you might be thinking to yourselves. I have money, but I don't want to give it to these goobers. Uh, we got you there, too. Go ahead and donate that to love146.org. Uh, they're a charity that helps uh, abate Child trafficking and, uh, you know, all that good shit. You know, the, the sort of good work that Q uh, claimed he wanted done, but uh, his followers never actually did anything about. It. Aside from that one time where they stormed a pizza restaurant that did not have a basement looking for child sex slaves. Uh, always a winning strategy. No, 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 friends. If you want to actually uh, put some goodness into the world, go ahead and drop some uh, some ducats into the bucket of love. 146.org. <laughs> And, uh, you know, once again, just come hang out with us on our social media and, uh, you know, ask us questions for the podcast. Talk to us about your favorite Blade moments. Uh, ask me, what the hell is Turbo Teen Because I'm only 20. Um, <laughs> all that good shit. <laughs> anyway, for another uh, quasi-successful episode of the Adventures in Hellworld podcast, I am Hellworld L uh, saying goodbye for Mr. Mike Rains. Go ahead and say goodbye, Mr. Mike. Goodbye, Mr. Mike and uh, Mr. Hellworld Sarge go ahead and say goodbye Sarge
2: goodbye beautiful babies
4: I good it. speed patriots you did steal it you fuck <laughs> <laughs>